Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Video Games Now podcast. It's Rodney with Will. Good morning, guys. I did not. I meant to not pick a different theme for the opening theme, and I ended up picking the Crash Bandicoot three theme instead. That's iconic. Iconic. Yeah, it is. Anyways, uh, sorry the podcast was a little bit late uh, today. We had a scheduling conflict on Sunday, and then on Monday we had a bunch of technical difficulties. AKA, I accidentally pulled out a far, my fucking hard drive while we were recording, and then it just totally shit the bed hard. Well, what started the whole uh, predicament? Uh, well, my mouse, both buttons were right-click. So I'd, like, click start to open up iTunes, and it's like, paste? No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, that was annoying. But, uh, yeah, we're back today. We're going to talk about a couple things. Will? Yeah, we're going to go over the disappointing Xbox 2020 event that was earlier last week. We'll go over uh, some, uh, the conferences that are being scheduled in place of E3. Uh, we'll talk about the Xbox Series X. And we'll go over a couple other uh, small uh, things for game news. And hot off the press just right now, uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remastered. is coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and a couple of other things. When is that coming? That's coming on September 4th, I think it was. I think you are right. I think I memorized that somewhere. <laughs> Pretty easy. We just watched that, like, what? <laughs> 20 seconds ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Hawk looks like he hasn't aged a day, hasn't wiped out in fucking 20 years. No, he's got some good genes. I, I don't know if you mean actual genes <laughs> or... <laughs> Family genes. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he's got good genes, so he doesn't get... Uh, road rash when he wipes out but uh <laughs> well, all right they, those exist too there's kevlar jeans now <laughs> oh nice nice all right so yeah we'll talk about all that and more coming up right now right now right now all right everybody welcome to the show oh it's like clockwork as soon as i start the welcome to the show the music switches Every time I think I hear you say welcome to the show, though, I feel like baseball. 
baseball. Does he, do, do they say that in baseball? No, but like the game, right? It's like uh, Play ball. Uh, MLB, uh, the yeah, show. Yeah. Right, right, right. And they're always like, welcome to the show. And I'm like, ah, oh, and then now you're using it. I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't watch baseball, so I did not in any way steal that from baseball. <laughs> We're good. All right. Okay, so Game Award of the Week this week is Ping. Two uh, instances of what's that? What that means? One is uh, came along with uh, Apex Legends, which is do ping a location, ping an item, let your teammates know where stuff is. So to uh, obliterate the word here, over here, where's here? Where's here? Have you seen that meme with the seagull? I have. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that solved all that problems. You can say he's over here, and then here, and then it's a ping. Yeah, I, I still sometimes uh, try to do that when I'm just playing multiplayer for COD instead of I know. Warzone. I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we got guys to the right. And they're like, pin. Or uh, where? And I'm like, uh, boat uh, uh, right. <laughs> Dude, the amount of time I've tried to ping an enemy in, in gunfight is gross. <laughs> like, oh, he's oh. on the he's on the left, and I'll try to ping him, and then I'll die. Like, fuck. <laughs> so focused yeah. on pinging. Uh, oh, yeah. Anyways, the other uh, gaming or the gaming terminology for ping is obviously the speed of your connection. So it's the time it takes data to travel from your console to the server and back, which and, uh, affects other players you're playing with. Yeah, if you're hosting. But um, yeah. yeah, so basically, if you have a really low uh, ping, that's good. Uh, I usually run with around 53 or so, sometimes 42, because mm -hmm. I'm hardwired in. So that's really good. Uh, but Cole and I played with a guy. Uh, we were playing tournament, so it was a 3v3 tournament, and one guy had a thousand ping and was completely useless to us. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that uh, I've seen players like that before, and to me, it looks like they're just teleporting across the map because all of a sudden they'll stop, and I'm like, Well, what's going on with that guy? and all of a sudden he's gone. And then I look forward, and he's like 20 feet ahead of me, and I'm like, yeah. What? <laughs> Um, the other day I played a game, uh, I can't remember who, I think it was, it was me, Brian, and a couple of other guys I play with. The lag was so bad, Will, I can't even put it into fucking words. Like, it was so bad, like, two-thirds of the lobby just left. They're like, fuck this. Um, so we were, it was first circle, and there was 50 people left. Wow. And we're like, ah, we'll stick it out, maybe they'll all leave and we'll get a default win and we can brag about it. And, um, yeah, so it was really, really bad. We got, we all got a couple kills, but they weren't fucking easy. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it would be. Not with that. Yeah, it was terrible. I should have recorded that whole match, but... For the uh, leg, was that rubber band leg or just, like, slow down? Like, you're trying to move forward and your guy would just stop. Well, your screen would freeze. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, cool, that's cool. Or your guy would stand in place and you can move around but you wouldn't be able to move forward. And then the game would... Yeah, so it's basically rubber banding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we came across the whole team. Our team saw their whole team, and they saw us, and, and then the game froze, and we're like, fuck. And I had a riot shield. That's the only thing that probably saved all of us. So I like went in and fucking beat two guys down and assassinated one guy. I'm like, how the fuck did I just do that with that much lag? Yeah, I... Uh... I don't know what caused it. My only, I haven't had any issues with lag, but uh, I had a bad glitch. So, you know, like the towers that are by, uh, I think it's Boneyard. Yep. 
So there's a sniper up there with a riot shield, and I snuck up on him, assassinated him. But when I did it, his riot shield, when it fell to the ground, pushed me into collision. So I got stuck in the railing. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, so I had to pick up his riot shield and fucking hope no one shot me. Fuck. All right. Well, we'll get into Call of Duty later. We're going to talk about Season 4. But first, we'll talk about the Microsoft event that we watched last Thursday. Ooh, that was a disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Um, I could have stayed in bed longer. <laughs> let's start with what we liked. What what game did you actually look forward to getting? Or to, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, we've talked about it before. I'm a huge Yakuza fan. So seeing uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon coming to Xbox Series uh, X at launch has me super excited. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, no. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't excited for any of those games. (laughs) I was a complete disappointment to me. Yeah, I figured. There's a couple other ones, uh, like uh, Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines, has me interested. I just did not like the trailer they used. Right. With the remember the Christmas tree with the people all hung up. Yep. Yeah, I didn't like that. Even though, like, the original Vampire, uh, The Masquerade, was a great game. It's like an RPG vampire game. And this one's promising, like, an open world, like, GTA. So mm-hmm. it has me a lot more interested. And then the other one that has me interested was Bright Memory Infinite. Right. Which is that one that's uh, created by a single person. Yeah. Uh, that one That one looks interesting. Out of all of them, that's probably the one I'd play. Yeah, um, I really liked the aspect of like it's a first-person shooter set in a futuristic world that also happens to contain like enemies from like different time time zones. It looked like yeah, because he, when it started, what was he? He was jumping out of the water, attacking a soldier. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, from the soldier while he was moving forward, he was facing a knight. <laughs> well, uh, the other thing that kind of hooked me on this game is the movement. Um, the movement was very crisp and very quick, and he has a zipline tool uh, to basically access, uh, as well as access to speed vehicles. So I think the way you get around the world in this game is a lot uh, more dynamic, and that's kind of cool. I like games that do that, um, that give you the option to travel faster by some means, like Breath of the Wild, fucking parachute or uh, paragliding in, like that's yeah. nice. Um, or after you beat one of the divine beasts, you get. Uh, Rivali's Gale, and yeah. you can just basically skip half, climbing half this fucking rock wall, which is super nice. Um, I'm trying to think of another game as an example, but uh, yeah, as soon as you play a game where you're where you can't do any of that, it's like fuck, I missed mm-hmm. that. Like, actually, here's a great example. Last week we talked about uh, Modern Warfare 2's campaign that got remastered. Uh, you can't slide in that game, and you can't vault over walls or or whatever or cars or whatever the fuck. And I immediately missed that. Yeah, I do too. So that actually, I'm I'm still trying to beat it on the hardest difficulty, and I'm stuck on the second last mission when you're escaping the safe house and you have to make it uh, out uh, with yep. all the uh, the dock. Oh my god. I thought I was smart, so I was running with all the enemies behind me, but I forgot about all the enemies on the downhill. Yeah, and I'm stuck there now in like a pincer position. Oh, dude, dude, fucking preaching to the choir. I bitched about that last week on the podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I had a, I have an RPG, or I had an RPG when I had that with two rounds. So I would shoot two rounds. I'd kill most of the RPG guys and most of the other guys, and then I'd pick off the last couple, and then I'd get mortared every single time. Doesn't matter where oh. you fucking run. 
No, that I rage quit and I haven't yeah. picked it up in like three weeks. I yeah. do want to beat it because I really do enjoy it, but I think I might have to restart that mission and kill everyone behind me before I move forward because you can't fight when you're getting shot from both hands. Yeah. Uh, anyways, back to the event. So the next game announced was uh, Dirt 5. Uh, I... I like we've talked, I'm not a racing fan, but I know a lot of other people that uh, are very excited about this game. AKA probably Eric. Eric, I bet you Thomas is as well. Oh, Thomas is on the Sea of Thieves train right now. He fucking texted me and was like, bro, we need to play Sea of Thieves. It's so much fun. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm Sea of I Thieves though. I heard there was a huge update. They added some new enemies and stuff. I was actually interested in checking it out. So maybe that's one thing we could do. I don't know. I'm pretty Sea of Thieves though. <laughs> I'm just like every time I log in to see a thieves, I just get fucking absolutely destroyed by everybody, and I'm like, fuck. It's just, uh, it's not fun for me anymore. Yeah, I, I, I have a love and hate relationship with it. So, so Dirt Five will also feature smart delivery between Xbox One and, C and Series X. As usual, the game is being published by Codemasters and includes gorgeous environments and vehicles. Both North Nolan North and Troy Baker are featured in the game story. Now, those are like the top two voice actors in uh, video games. Oh, nice. Uh, Nolan North does the Uncharted series and a lot of other things. And Troy Baker, uh, he's pretty much in every game you could think of. Hmm. That'd be nice. Uh, okay, so the next game announced started my kind of displeasure of this whole fucking... Um, yeah. I'm totally with you there. <laughs> yeah, so it's called Scorn. It's a terrifying horror experience reminiscent of Ridley Scott's Prometheus. It's told in a non-linear structure, and you must explore an unfamiliar world with scary discoveries. So, I'm not into horror games. And I'll play them, but not much. <laughs> what? Uh, this wasn't the one where they were, like, dead people that, like, had their fucking mouth. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think that's the next one. Uh... Yeah. Showing gameplay, yeah, I think it's the next one. But anyways, yeah, someone would kill people and then basically hang them on, on puppet strings and like. No, that was uh, that was a vampire. Oh yeah, that one. That's fucking... what I said. Remember, they were on. Fuck. Uh, it starts with the Christmas tree and they're all yep. hung up. Yeah, uh, that trailer. Like, I'm excited for that game, but that trailer kind of wasn't needed. <laughs> yeah, I turned me off. 100% turned me off from that game. <laughs> I can't remember Scorn is I don't remember which one that is they were all pretty much horror games like that's yeah. what ruined this conference for me yeah 100% uh, I don't know what I don't know if the horror genre is all fucking hip and hop right now or maybe they're just capitalizing on Last of Us 2 getting announced or something I don't know uh, well the horror genre has come back quite a bit because PlayStation has that uh, uh, I can't remember the Dark Stories uh, trilogy Yep. Which is really popular. And then one of the games actually we're going to talk about soon on this list, um, their previous game was the Blair Witch Project that's on uh, Game Pass. Now, that game had some jump scares. Like, <laughs> I remember when I, I thought I, I knew it was coming out that day, so I picked it up, played it, and thank God it was during the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so next one on the list is Chorus. Uh, it's a world premiere for a space combat game shown during the presentation. 
Clips of the gameplay were brief, but the protagonist appeared to have a unique connection to her vehicle, and we see a planet disintegrating. Yeah, I don't know. This one didn't interest me, mainly because it looked like it was all just like a space shooter game. Yeah. But, uh, it's not a horror game. It's not like, back in the day, like Star Fox. That was amazing. Doing stuff like that nowadays just doesn't really work. Yeah. So, uh, moving on, Madden 21. Oh my god, shocker. That's coming out. Oh yeah, we always knew that. Like, there's no, like, sooner or later it's going to be NHL 21. <laughs> I don't know if I've openly bitched about this on the podcast, but I think all sports games that EA makes should be a fucking subscription service and only available on Origins. That would that would sell more fucking Origin subscriptions. They have that already. Do they? Yeah. All the sports titles are on there. It's just they release them on as for 80 bucks as well. Well, instead of releasing Madden 21, just call it Madden and then just update the fucking rosters and and all the other yeah, assets, you know, every year. Is, lately, over like the last four years, they've added an actual story into the game. Yeah, so right. You start as like a high school football guy to college to um, underground kind of football, and then mm-hmm. all the way to like the NFL, the big leagues. Nice. Um, I turn my mic down. Um, I uh, think they need to do an overhaul of NHL because it's just like. It's the same fucking game since NHL 14. Like, it's, it, it, in seven years, they haven't fucking <laughs> upgraded anything, really. It's like that for every sports game. Other than adding story to them now, it's very... It's just the same thing. That's why I never purchase these when they're full price. Like, I oh, uh, no. I, I like FIVA. And yep. I usually always pick it up on uh, Black Friday. So I picked up the deal that was available for Christmas last year which was NHL uh, 20 and FIVA 20 in a bundle pack for, I think, like 40 bucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Never played NHL. I don't... It just... They didn't have the deal without it, so... <laughs> I want it... Well, I found my NHL... Thir- um, I almost called it NHL 30. Uh, NHL 20 for 30 bucks. That's good. So, yeah, I fucking jumped on that. Because uh, I was reading the... Re- it has, like, one and a half stars on the Microsoft store. Like, it's doing fucking poor. Um, everyone's pissed that it's just the same fucking game and they're charging full price for it it's just fucking retarded so um I have to play Mark on that game because uh when I was playing NHL 19 last year he was talking about how good he was uh yeah he just doesn't have an Xbox so finally when you get a Playstation 5 this year uh, you'll start be able to play with Mark well talking with Mark and saying oh man I, I can't remember what he he said he was struggling with something that's not that fucking difficult. So I'm like, you're not that good. I know you're not that good. <laughs> like, does he know positioning? Is he like actual hockey positioning? Like where you need to be? Probably not. Yeah. No. He just plays the game. Now, if it was football, he he knows his shit. Yeah. Yeah, he beat me at Madden 21. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next game on the list is the vampire one that we yeah. talked about already don't really need to go over it it's just a fast-paced combat freedom that you, you can reshape the, the world to your whim of your choices stuff like that it's open world has me excited trailer uh was disappointing yeah uh next is call of the sea a bright and colorful yet mysterious adventure game call of the sea sees a woman searching for harry 
not Harry Potter. Uh, it takes place in the 30s in the South Pacific and is filled with plenty of secrets and discoveries. This one actually did look interesting. Remember how I compared this one, remember, to Sea of Thieves? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the uh, the cel-shaded graphics, yeah. Yeah, and it, it was beautiful. Like, this is... If this is what cell shade is going to look like in next gen, I am aboard. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, awesome. Uh, honestly, I don't remember anything about this game from the conference because I was still stuck with the image of Vampire Bloodlines 2, um, <laughs> and I wasn't paying attention. Uh, basically, it looks like kind of like a Tomb Raider mystery game. Well, Not cool. so much Tomb Raider action, but, you know, like, puzzle and exploration. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next two, are, are, we have The Ascent, this, uh, a cyberpunk game with uh, mechs, slaves, workers in a rundown city. The Ascent is an uh, isometric shooter with science fiction abilities and appears similar to Diablo, uh, Alienation, and Warhammer 4K, uh, 40K uh, Inquisitor. So you actually said, is this cyberpunk when it first started? I know I, it looked like it. So, but then when it kept moving forward, I don't, I don't know. See, the issue is, trailers can always look so good. The game can be a whole other story. Yeah. Well, yeah, because in this, the trailers are always cinematic. Mhm. Mm because they're trying to sell what the the story is about. But then when you get the game. It's it looks like shit. It plays like shit, or it, the story isn't what was promised. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, next is the medium, another horror game. Yeah, this one really freaked me out. I, I I didn't like the pregnant woman in the ultrasound room, and then all of a sudden, like the burning church. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So this woman it turns out to be turns demonic and ventures out into the cold, and I don't know does some medium things. I don't really... It wasn't really fucking clear. It's kind of confusing no. more than anything. Yeah, like, I'm not into it. <laughs> yep. Put me in church. No, don't put me in church. I'd rather not. I'm not a church <laughs> person. <laughs> Especially when the church is, like, uh, full of demons. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so, a couple more on this list. Uh, Scarlet Nexus, a trailer for Scarlet Nexus from Bandai, Bandai Namco, uh, featuring enemies called The Others who cannot be hurt with traditional means. Trees are spreaded from their heads and only with special... Uh, psionic. Psionic powers, thank you. Uh, can the OSF organization save the world? This reminded me of a lot of other JRPGs. Very similar to Persona and a couple other things. I don't know. I need to see more. Yeah. Uh, did we discuss whether that was an anime or not? It, like, it looks like an anime, but uh, no, like I did tell you, a lot of the games, it, um, the anime that you watch, is they're based off of games. It's not mm -hmm. that often that you get a, a, a game that uh, turns into an anime. Or yeah. sorry, an anime that turns into a game. Unless, Unless it's like uh, One Piece or something yeah. like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, now, the next game is probably the most interesting of the bunch, to be honest. Second Extinction. Uh, it's a new first-person shooter from Avalanche Studios. Earth has fallen, and dinosaurs created uh, creatures roam-free. With a squad of players, you can take back the planet and slaughter the invaders. Uh, so yeah, that one actually looked kind of interesting. 
Yeah, I I kind of want to see a bit more about that. I, it definitely looks like it's co-op, so that has me interested. And uh, the dinosaurs, uh, I, we only saw a couple of them, but it looked uh, very... Ooh, what was another game that was kind of similar to this? Um, Ark? Ark and uh, Horizon for PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I might check this one out, even though I'm not into dinosaurs, really. It, it's more of the story. The second extinction thing is kind of cool. Like, another meteor is coming, Earth has fallen, dinosaur, dinosaurs have come back somehow, which makes no sense, <laughs> and humans are almost uh, extinct. Center of the Earth theory, man. <laughs> we'll wait and see. Yeah. All right. Uh, so... Next one is Yakuza Like a Dragon. It's coming to Xbox Series X at launch with all of its drama and uh, eccentric intact. Exce- Help. Eccentricities. <laughs> oh! Intact. Eccentricities. Uh, the game ditches real time combat for a new turn based system that is just goofy enough to work in Sega's long running franchise. That's what has me interested the most. I want to see how this uh, turn-based system is actually going to play, because usually it's uh, like a beat 'em up. Yeah. In like a small open world, so you'll, you know, there's no guns or anything. It's usually you get into a fight with a whole bunch of gangsters and you have to take them out. It's kind of go- the game itself is goofy in its own right because you could pick up like a bike that's laying on the side of the road and beat the guy down. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Or a traffic cone. I always go for the traffic cone. It's the PA in me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Finally, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Valhalla, not Van. (laughs) Sorry, yeah, Valhalla. Uh, This included footage of a battering ram hitting a gate, archery, and brutal melee melee combat. Uh, However, the relatively short presentation showed only a a glimpse of direct gameplay. which uh, I was disappointed. Yeah, a lot of people were disappointed. That was not gameplay. That looked like uh, cinematic gameplay. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, you're about to start an attack, and it's an execution. Bullshit. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Just didn't work for me. I'm still super excited from the game. Um, I did read an article, even from... I can't remember his name, so and I don't have time to look it up, but the uh, creative director for Valhalla was actually disappointed as well that uh, not enough was shown. Well, he's the creative director. Can he, like, change that shit? Yeah, I guess. But I, it was whatever Microsoft wanted to show, right? So, yep. Or Ubisoft went ahead in front of him and just picked out what needs to be done. I know, uh, which I'll talk about in a little bit, Ubisoft does have their own conference coming up in the future. So I'm sure that's when we're going to actually see a little more, bit more of yeah. actual gameplay. Yeah, totally. I was actually just going to transition into that. Uh, before we do that, though, I do have another thing since we're already on Valhalla. Uh, they did just announce the after the gameplay reveal, um, which left a lot of fans questioning the meaning of the term gameplay. I like that. Um, apparently, the game season pass or the collector's edition is going to include a mission based on the events of the epic poem Beowulf. Now, I don't know. Did you ever watch the movie or do you know Beowulf? Um, I played, like, two minutes of the game and hated it. Okay, but the actual, like, there's been a couple of different retellings of the story. But basically, um, 
it's uh, the, it's going to call it be called the story mission the legend of beowulf discover the cruel truth behind the legend now beowulf um i i don't know if it actually takes place that's the thing uh beowulf tells this tells the title t- title t- oh man titular hero's quest to defeat the monster grendel grendel's mother and a dragon the surviving old english manuscripts dates to sometime between 975 and 1025 ad so they have confirmed that somewhere in that dlc you will be fighting a dragon bitchin yeah that has me interested <laughs> that's the one thing assassin's creed has been missing in a dragon <laughs> Awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, we fought a fucking legendary fucking lion and Cybris and all this shit in, in Origins. Yeah, well, not Origins, Odyssey. That's what I meant, yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, in Origins, we did face... We faced all the gods, didn't we? The Egyptian ones, I thought. I can't remember. I remember there was an Anubis boss at some point. Yes, that was like a... Uh, an event they had. That was a hard mission until I figured out the mechanics. <laughs> you know what fucking fight was super hard was Medusa in Odyssey. I actually had some trouble with that one at first, and then I just realized I hid behind a pillar, shot her, backed away, shot her, backed away, and then when I got into the waves of the enemies, I just kept rotating around the map. Yeah, it was a grind. Oh, yeah, it yeah. was definitely not a quick fight. It, it like, the... I don't know. I've seen people speed run it now because there's so many tricks and stuff, but I think it took me at least 15 minutes, maybe yeah. even longer. I think it took me 20. It was a long fight. Oh, yeah. As soon as she froze you, you knew you were fucked unless you could dodge roll like right away. Yeah, totally. All right. Uh, let's move on to Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Ubi, Ubi Bulls digital E3 event. Okay. So they're... Uh, sh- uh, E3 show style showcase will stream live on July 12th. Now it's interesting because E3 is usually in June and it looks like a lot of the events now are being put into July as Microsoft has their big uh, first party event uh, event in July. Uh-huh. Yeah, and now Ubisoft is doing uh, theirs July 12th at noon Pacific time. Uh, the company sent out a save the date alert to all fans and media but did not offer any details about what to expect. Uh, This year, fans are likely to learn more about the recently announced Assassin's Creed Valhalla, delayed titles that include Watch Dogs Legion, Gods of Monsters, and Rainbow Six Quarantine. Cool. So, Rainbow Six, I haven't played since 64. I think I said that before on the podcast. Yeah, I haven't played since Vegas. Are they, oh, well, they're tactical games. I kind of want to try it again, to be honest. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I remember the Vegas ones actually had, like, a story campaign, so that's why I enjoyed it. The one that's out right now is more of just PvP-based. Yeah. Um, Quarantine looks PvP-based as well, with a bit of story, and I guess zombies, if I remember the trailer that we saw last year. With them stuck in that bunker, trying to uh, shoot everything. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else we got here? Gods and monsters. These are none of, the, none of the things I've not played before. Uh, Gods and monsters. Wasn't that that game that was very similar? It looked like uh, Zelda. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, there was a game... I remember... I just had a flashback of me being at EB Games, and I was looking for a new game to play. Uh, I can't remember what, what the name of the game was called, but the guy said it's like Zelda. So, um... Maybe you'll remember the game. It's, uh, the girl's dying of some disease, and you have to go, like, get monster parts. Uh, and each monster part slows the virus, or the, the disease, until the last mission where you actually, like, cure her. I can't remember what the fucking game's called. Pandora's hey. Tower, that's what it was. Okay, I've never heard of it. Yeah. It was actually quite interesting. Uh, I actually didn't finish the game, though. Uh, I had, like, maybe one dungeon left or something, but I didn't actually finish it. Oh. Was it uh, a good game? Yeah, it was not bad. I mean, it wasn't Zelda, but <laughs> hey, it, was it was just fun. something similar. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, you ready to move on from Ubisoft, Ubisoft? Yeah. Um, the other one that so far has been announced was the SGF, the Summer Games Fest. Um, their schedule is kind of interesting because it's going to be taking place from May all the way to August. So the first event was just the reveal today of uh, Tony Hawk uh, Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remaster. Mm -hmm. uh, tomorrow, there's supposed to be another event. If it's interesting, we'll cover it. I don't really know. It says join them to, uh, tomorrow for an interview with Jeff Keighley and a, sh a special showcase event. I don't know what a special showcase event is. Probably showing off Tony Hawk. Uh, it could be. I'm uh, not too sure, but we'll see. Um, like I said, I'll watch tomorrow. If it's anything good, uh, I'll update our Facebook page. Yeah. So in June, uh, June 9th, there's a Steam Game Festival. So play and wishlist upcoming PC games on Steam. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, June 11th, uh, it'll say it's a Cyberpunk 2077. Tune in for a special broadcast on Cyberpunk 2077 from yep. CG Project Red. I'm looking forward to that the most. Totally. That is still one of my top games this year, and I, I saw a bit more gameplay that he uh, revealed about two weeks ago, uh, showing off the open world and him driving a car. Yeah. I am blown away by the world they created. Yeah, it should be good. Uh, all right, next, uh, on July 11th as well, we have EA Play. So... Electronic sports Arts games. is going to announce all their next sports games and the next Battlefield game that'll hopefully be a little bit fucking better. Yeah, there's rumors because it's also EA, right? And they also, uh, if you think back, that's they own a couple other companies too. So you have DICE. Uh, so we could see Battlefront, uh, Battlegrounds, or no, Battlefront. No. Yeah. Uh, War, Battlefield. Right? Battlefield. Oh. There we go. Battlefield. Uh, the new Battlefield. Uh, game. Uh, there's rumors that there's a Mass Effect trilogy in the works, the original trilogy, so I'm kind of excited for that. Oh, yeah. And maybe, or maybe not, who knows, uh, we might see Dragon Quest or Dragon Age 4. Sweet. Uh, moving on into July, we have Technicon. Digital Extreme updates Warframe players on what's next, so... Never got into Warframe. Yeah, uh... I always saw it, or that's Warhammer, sorry. I was thinking of Warhammer. All right, in August, we have GamesCon on August 24th. And that's Interesting. it. That's it, that's all we got. There's gonna be more added. Like we know uh, PlayStation still has an event coming up. Uh, it could be this month, that is the rumor. So we might hear more about the price tag and the release of the PlayStation 5. 
uh, we definitely know Nintendo's got some stuff up their sleeves. They're just staying quiet. Totally. Uh, and with that, actually, let's move into our question this week, which was, uh, yeah, they announced that the, they didn't an- announce it, did they? They Which one? Oh, no, that was just a rumor. Uh, that the Xbox Series X is going to be $400 US. Yeah, so this is, I feel, I understand where a lot of people are coming from. Analysts are sometimes wrong, uh, but this guy has been good for a while. He usually predicts things. Uh, Jeff Keighley is also one of the people that uh, talked with the analyst, so that, that's where a, bot, a lot of this is coming from. Now, I don't know if it's for sure going to be $400. I think it could be $499. I don't think they can go above that price tag this year. Yeah. Mainly because for it to come to Canada now, that $400 price tag is going to be like $550. 5, 550 yeah. Yeah, and if it's $499 we're looking at like six, six, seven, six, seven hundred bucks. And that's without buying games. Yeah. So, well, if you have game pass, you should be fine for a bit. Yeah. That's the one good thing. Uh, I'm really hoping uh halo infinite will be included in game. Pass. Uh, yeah. I was just going to say that. <laughs> that would save me buying another uh, halo game that could be a hit or miss. Yeah, totally. Oh, we gotta play Halo Two. I know. I just been holding. I off. know. I've Halo One kind of ruined it for me too. That, yeah, there was some fucking bullshit going on. You had like super grenades on or something, dude. I don't because know. like one grenade like blows up the whole room. Yeah, I I don't remember turning that on though. I just remember like you walking forward and I'm like grenade behind you. You're like I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Or the actually, what really fucking killed it for me is that final mission. Oh man, the driving one—that really hurt. As soon as we got in the warthog, we flipped. Yeah, we weren't even able to leave the main, the first area without getting fucking flipped, and we're like, this has never happened ever in the history of doing this level. No, and we've been really good with that one. That's one of our best speed runs. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> We didn't hit... There was two times we ran out of time, but we've never, ever run out of time. I don't know what the fuck was happening that day. Anyways, whatever. Yeah. So, uh, I asked on our Facebook page and on our Discord, uh, Xbox Series X set to be a $400. Does this surprise you? And uh, I'll start with our Discord. So, on Discord, we have uh, Thomas Northworthy. He said he actually didn't know that until just now. Rodney being the wealth of knowledge that he is. Uh, he said that's actually a really good price. I thought it would be dropping at least six hundred bucks. So thank God. Yeah, uh, I hope. Uh, like I said, cheaper price. Uh, definitely don't have the money this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Speedgeek fourteen on Discord says uh, that's crazy. Still needs better game lineup. Fable and Halo for six hundred. Not so much. I don't know. I think those two games would do it for me. I've really been holding out hope for the next Fable and Halo we've known about for a while. But he is right. It's all about exclusives. And PlayStation definitely dominates the market there. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, PlayStation, Bradley says Sony's eerily quiet. Lots of rumored games, though. I would wonder how badly the COVID's fucking with the plans. Uh, from what I've heard, it's actually fucking with them pretty hard with... The- at least the Series X has been in production for a while because there is a couple streamers that already have them. If you look on YouTube, there yep. is people with the Series X already. 
the PS5, I don't think went into production till earlier this year. And with the factories getting shut down, there's talk that at launch, there might not be as many as people are hoping. So it's going to be like a Nintendo Switch ordeal? Yeah, or even worse. So <laughs> I don't know how that's going to really work, especially with right now the economy. Yeah, totally. Uh, maybe I'll wait till the new year to get one then. Might be easier to find one. And like I said, I'm going to try to get the pre-order, but there's no guarantee. Yeah. Uh, so we have uh, Josh saying hell yes. Uh, they're probably banking on the game studios they've acquired to get the money back. The game lineup is good though, and they've said that there's more coming. Yeah, uh, we've talked about it a couple times. Uh, apparently, the new Fable game that's in development is coming from the oh uh, the Forza team, yep. which is kind of interesting because that's a complete change to their demographic. Totally, yeah. And then uh, uh Wow, I can't remember the name of the studio, but one of the ones they literally opened um, two years ago during the announcement, I think, uh, I don't know why it's escaping me, but apparently they're working on a perfect dark. Perfect dark. So that could be another interesting title to bring back. I think uh, I didn't play the perfect dark I, I didn't even play the 64 version of Perfect Dark very much. Um, but I, yeah, I didn't even look at the one for Xbox. So I don't even know if that one was good or not. I played it. I just don't remember how good it was or not. Because at that time, there's so many good Xbox games. Yeah, well, yeah. The original Xbox. It was OG. <laughs> OG? It, ha it had those exclusives, right? Like... Now you look at Xbox and it's all third-party stuff. Yeah, totally. Uh, all right, so moving over to our Facebook page. Uh, same question. So Mr. Fucking Melons said, is that the base model? And I said, probably. And he's like, oh, I don't believe that. He thinks it's going to be 650 or 700 bucks. I don't know. Microsoft already said they're willing to take a hit. And I've discussed it many times, like their hit is not what a lot of people think. Their hit is basically, well, this console might cost them 300, 350 to manufacture. They want to make double that. What if this is just a fucking marketing ploy? What if it, everything is super cheap right now because of the virus? And That's they're actually saving a bunch is. of money. Because That's I think it's also Microsoft lost the, the last war with the 360 and the Xbox One. So they've they've failed two generations now. I think this is the only time that Microsoft can make a comeback and they have to do it with a reasonably priced model of their next console and games to actually sell. Um, I don't really think that the 360 was a failure. It didn't uh, didn't sell in Japan, uh, Asia at all. That was a whole demographic they lost. Xbox One kind of sold better in Asia, but still not enough to beat the PlayStation 4. And the Switch was just a monster. Yeah. Um, I think the 360 had a good lineup of games, and I think the 360 had good multiplayer. But uh, I, I see where you're coming from. 
when you lose like a whole si uh, side of the world, that's a huge profit. Mm -hmm. So with uh, China and uh, uh, Japan and Korea and stuff like that not buying 360s, they did not make the money that they were hoping to. Uh, all right, going back to Facebook here. Um, Nathan Borland says, makes sense to me. Lose a few hundred on immediate sales, but beat out the competition. They make it back and loot crate sales in game in-game purchases, which is the real money maker anyway. Yeah, we've talked about this many times. Loot yeah. crates and uh, stupid DLC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, everybody else was just saying dumb stuff like Brian. So it doesn't, it doesn't seem to make much sense. We shall see. The new console comes out. How long until the iron out bugs? Is it worth the purchase? Yeah, I answered him on that one. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, depends on after the bugs are all ironed out. Sometimes uh, some freak bug can occur, i.e. Red Ring of Death for Xbox and Blue Light for, for PS4, and I will still purchase it at launch like always and get the protection. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, if you're going to buy something at launch, you always got to get the protection because I do remember... Actually, I went through th uh, three Xbox 360s. Really? I never. I went through only the one. I oh, only ever had lucky. one. Yeah. The red ring haunted my 360 life. <laughs> well, I, and, I bought it. Uh, uh, I bought mine secondhand from my friend who just got his refurbished and didn't want to wait, so he bought a new Xbox, and then I just bought his old one, and I never had a problem with it. Oh, you're lucky. My first one uh, red ringed while I was playing. I don't remember, but uh, I was super pissed, and uh, the warranty at that point was gone, so couldn't do anything about it. Went out, bought another one. That lasted four months. It red-ringed. Um, I got pissed off. The warranty was still good, though, so I went and re-exchanged it. The next one red-ringed. The warranty didn't work anymore, and I threw that one off the balcony. Shit. I, uh, I remember my mom yelling at me, what the hell do you think you're doing? And I'm like, well, I can't do anything about it. <laughs> Fuck. All right, well, shit. So, yeah, basically what Brian's saying is true. You get something at launch, you don't know what you're getting. Yeah. Pay that extra hundred bucks. <laughs> well, I'm going to upgrade and get the next one up anyway, if I do get one. What do you mean the next one up? The uh, If I do get an Xbox Series X, I'm going to get the... Uh, next bottle up yeah because they have talked that there's going to be a cheaper model and the high-end one so yep. i would get the high-end as well because you're going to get more bang for your buck but still get that warranty because totally. you have no idea you could take it home and the manufacturer warranty is good you're good for about a year mm -hmm. but that only means that you have to package your console up and send it to microsoft and yep. their timeline is anywhere from three weeks to six months before you get it back I sent my Wii away. I'm trying to remember why. Something happened to my Wii, and uh, I had to send it away. And I was that, I, that was heartbreaking because I couldn't fucking play video games forever. But, How long uh, did that take? Uh, it was a couple weeks. But uh, I remember that uh, the door for where you plug your cube controllers in that broke yep. off, and they actually just put a new door on too. I was like, that's oh, nice. That's one. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So let's get into the. Call the uh, season four of Modern Warfare. Okay, so we were talking about this yesterday a couple times, but uh, we had some issues with uh, our recording, so this will be interesting. We can go over it again, and then, like I talked about this morning, there's uh, been a couple new things. 
So uh, I'll let's have you start. Well, they finally nerfed the snake shot. About fucking time. You had uh, issues with the 357? Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> the, uh, the snake shot. It was like the dually um, 357s yeah. that you could snipe people across oh, the yeah. fucking maps. Like, fuck. I have, I've been on board. I got my 357 gold within like two weeks of the game because of that reason. Like, oh man, the snake shot was amazing. Well, and the other thing I want them to fucking adjust is the ride shields. Like, they should not be in Warzone, period. Unless you get them out of your fucking class. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, um, Brian and I both drop together. We always drop together because um, uh, if we're hot dropping, we want to make sure we can kill the, uh, everybody, right? Yeah. And both me and him find a gun, and this guy's behind us, and the only thing he has is a fucking riot shield, and he just fucking charges us, corners both of us, and then beats both of us down. We're like, are you fucking kidding? Like, we don't have grenades or anything because mm -hmm. it's it's the beginning of the game. So, basically, we're like, oh, cool, have two free kills, you fucking asshole. Yeah. Uh, yeah, riot shields suck. Like, I, I told you, I'm trying for the Damascus right now, and it's it's a grind. Like, getting triple kills with a riot shield is complete bullshit. Yeah. A double kill? Yeah, that's reasonable. Triple kill with a riot shield is fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to, like... Oh, a couple days ago when I was attempting and I'm at like 9 to 20 or 25 that I need I wanted to write infinity wards uh, Joe uh, uh, I can't remember Kosick or whatever and be like you are the biggest dumbass I've ever seen yeah. how could you put a challenge like this in the fucking game even like the launchers dude Have you, I don't know if you've worked on the launchers yet to try to get them gold I, yeah, I've seen the challenges Oh my god, it's bullshit. Like you have to get uh, get killed 20 75 aerial kill streaks and 75 ground kill streaks. Oh yeah. 75. Like that's now those are two separate challenges. So I have to shoot down 75 freaking VTOLs or goddamn choppers or something and then I got to take a ground kill uh, kill streaks as well. Yeah. It's, it's going to take forever. <laughs> well, I was looking at the RPG and saw that the kill streak, or sorry, you need to get kills while defending and kills while attacking uh, mm. objectives. Super easy. I, I did that in a, uh, about six or seven games. Well, yeah, oh, you've been playing just, shipment, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's the best time to do it right now is if you're going for Damascus or gold launchers, fucking play the shit out of shipment. Um, basically, the defending ones... Uh, you just have to be near the circle. The attacking is you just got to kill anyone that's in that circle. Yeah. And uh, launchers are ruthless. <laughs> you can take out a whole team with one shot. <laughs> well, with the RPG, the other ones are kind of harder to get the infantry kills with. Uh, no, they're still pretty good. I'm having issue with the Pila launcher, though. For some reason, that thing does not want to track. I'll shoot up in the air at a VTOL, even though it says it's locked on, and just before it hits the VTOL, it, like, dive bombs to the ground. And I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah, that's not right. No. So, uh, that one's giving me some issues. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, that was just the one annoyance I had in, holiday, uh, in Warzone right now. Um... I don't know. I haven't been haven't not been having a good track record lately. Um, I st I mean I'm still getting wins and stuff, but like not 
consistently. I don't play enough. I haven't even gotten one win, so you got to get me one. All right. I'm all about the multiplayer. I, I like more fast-paced action than more of, like, just playing Warzone. Yeah. All right, so for Season 4, um, there's, a, there's a lot of pages speculating on what's going to happen, so we'll just kind of put in our two cents about it. So everywhere on the map, uh, in all the bunkers, uh, a couple of cliff walls and stuff, there's doorways. And there's a keypad that, and when you go up to it, it gives you a button prompt that says, enter password. Mm -hmm. And Will told me this morning that people are hearing wolves coming from there. These areas, yeah. So uh, after we do this, I kind of want to play some Warzone with Rodney and uh, investigate that. Yeah. So uh, I was saying before the podcast, it'd be really, really cool if they added uh, environmental hazard elements. So like if you're roaming through the woods fucking pack of wolves comes and attacks your team so you gotta not only watch for enemy players but you also gotta watch for wolves attacking you like that'd be kind of cool it would be as long as it's done right like don't send 20 wolves after me because there goes my ammo <laughs> yeah man i see some <laughs> bullshit videos coming in already some guy <laughs> drop wins his gulag drops in on his loadout drop and then as he's <laughs> getting his loadout he's getting eaten by a fucking wolf <laughs> Fuck. It's gonna be some fun. There's gonna be some bad Call of Duty rage coming. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Uh, so I'm hoping. Well, the theory right now for season four for the map is that the dam's gonna unthaw. Yep. And flood the map. So I'm hoping they're gonna bring in some zodiacs for for some vehicles. That would be interesting. Be nice, nice way to. However, if you get out of the zodiac when you're getting shot at, do you drown? <laughs> I don't know. Can we swim in this game? No, you can't. So you just sink to the bottom and die. So Zodiac's already a bad idea. Yeah, it's a horrible idea. <laughs> Unless they make a hovercraft or something. Uh, Yeah, but still, if I'm over the water, I'm still going to have to jump out to avoid getting shot. Because <laughs> if the dam thaws out, uh, that fills every trench with water and now it's much harder to actually cross over there mm -hmm. when the storm's closing in so you gotta really think ahead and and cross all the bridges yeah or instead of flooding the area it just could get it muddy so when you're running through a certain area or something it could be a little slower yeah Ooh. gross <laughs> you know like uh, you get stuck mm -hmm. that would be that would be an interesting mechanic to put in it they did talk about um in season four they're adding events similar to how Fortnite plays. So it'll be interesting to see what they have up their sleeves for an actual event. Yeah. I think maybe the when the wolves get released or something like that from the whatever, wherever you're hearing them from, maybe that could be an event. And everyone that's playing will literally have like uh, some sort of objective. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I'd really like to see in the game is there's train tracks everywhere. Put a fucking train in. Like, get a train that constantly moves throughout the map and make it another way for you to get around the map. Yeah, but how would you get on without it uh, stopping? Oh, yeah, that would fucking kill. Like, <laughs> you vehicles. Can't just jump in front of the train and be like, I point your gun. I hope he stops. I hope he stops. I hope he's, he's not stopping. He's not fucking stopping. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess when people are in a vehicle and they're like traveling at like. 0 0.01 fucking kilometers an hour, they still kill you when they hit you. It's like, yeah. really? So, yeah, that that's that might be a problem. That's probably why they're <laughs> not in the game now. 
I know. I gotta. I just hit uh, rank uh, 148 this er, this morning, so I was looking at all my rank progressions. I'm almost done, which I'm happy about. But I gotta get 25 kills with a vehicle. Uh, where in Warzone? I guess Warzone. That's the only place I could pick up a vehicle and run someone over. So, oh, so you have to get 25 kills or assists in? I guess. Yeah, it just Kay. says get 25 kills by running over uh, enemies. Brian and <laughs> like, I. Uh, we're having a good fucking time this week because uh, we had a couple challenges like that and we didn't care about winning we just dropped wherever got her found a rocket launcher and then got on a quad and just fucking roamed the map searching for fucking people in vehicles or people just people and mm -hmm. oh fuck it was so much fun we were getting some great looking kills too like um, Brian ha was flying the helicopter and I was in the RPG or I was in the seat with an RPG and I saw another enemy helicopter. I had to destroy a vehicle with people in it. That was my challenge. And I saw him going to land, and he was like 200 meters below me, and then maybe 300 meters below was ground. So I saw him going to land, and I <laughs> shot where I thought he was going to land, and as soon as he touched the ground, he fucking exploded. I was like, that was so good. Nice. So, yeah, that that's fine. I think that's the easiest way to do it is just to grab a, a quad and just fucking roam around the map and fucking find mm -hmm. people. Yeah. But I have to run them over. <laughs> oh, you have to run them over. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's going to be a little more challenging. Yeah, You totally. can actually, if you're watching, paying attention to your mini-map, you can see when cars or vehicles are near you. And getting close to someone without them C4-ing you is kind of a problem. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hard. Okay, so, so, I don't know. That might be a challenge I might skip. <laughs> This is kind of like an unwritten rule. Every time I see that fucking Russian guy with the red jacket, he always has C4. Every fucking time. Every time I'm going to splatter <laughs> him, it's always him. And he throws C4 or a proxy and fucking blows me up. I'm like, God oh, yeah. fucking damn it. <laughs> He's Russian, man. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be explosives. Uh, I think tomorrow as well with the, the mid-season update, they're adding uh, Iskra, who is uh, the next uh, new operator. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for the Coalition, her pack from what it looks like, it's going to be coming with an FR, whatever, you know that stupid FR assault rifle? Yep. It's oh, the so FAL? Uh, no, I love the FAL. It's the FR. Oh, okay. Oh, the, the fucking the Thamos. Thamos. Yeah, Fuck it's that so gun. fucking bullshit. Gets me I killed. I finally maxed that out, but trying to get like the, the stupid challenges done with that gun is bullshit. Mm -hmm. It's so slow. But, um... She comes with a legendary edition blueprint of that with explosive rounds. So that kind of has me interested to see because lately they have been adding different things to the game. Like we have those dragon rounds now for the fire shotgun. Yep. And uh, if we're getting explosive rounds now, that could be interesting. <laughs> Sounds OP. <laughs> Especially on that gun, it might actually ha give it a bit more worth. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that gun. Every time I see that gun, I puke. And every time I hel I shoot at somebody with that gun, I die. Oh, it's horrible. And yeah. then especially if you're trying to take out multiple enemies. Like, oh, yeah, I can shoot the first guy. But then it's like, there you can't... Because it's just burst mode, right? It takes you can't just keep firing. And it takes a second before you can, like, shoot again. Yeah, it takes 12 bullets with that to fucking kill somebody. So, yeah. and it, with the delay between bursts like you're fucking dead you're you're dead oh, yeah. after the first burst 
it's horrible. It's yeah. not a well a balanced gun. Just no. like the scar. The scar in this game is trash. <laughs> yeah. Have you used it? No, I'm using uh, the M4A1, and I built it for ah, range and damage. Nice. I, I I'm almost got that gold. I just need uh, 20 more long shot kills. Nice. Uh, what's so? I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos on uh classes and rotations and shit like that in Warzone, just because I do want to get better. Mm -hmm. But the LMGs are just not worth it. They're worth it in the in the beginning of the game. But once you get your loadout, they're not worth it. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. Uh, they're so easy to find when you start the game. Yeah. When you drop in, it's usually one of the first things you find. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of reasons why they're not worth it. One of them is it takes forever to take your gun out or put your gun away to do anything. So if you are if you want to put armor plates on, you got to put your gun away. And it takes like mm -hmm. an extra two seconds. Um what else the one one good thing about the lmg though like say if that's the only weapon you have but your team has like some assault rifles if you can sneak up on an enemy and pretty much drop their shields and then just try not to get, take fire your team can take them out instantly yeah well the lmg is fucking super powerful like that's uh, what I, mean. I wreck shields like i'm like oh guy on the right no shield boom yeah. my, my teammate just drops them um i've uh I've had a lot of success post-game with LMG. Like, if I have other teammates that have assault rifles, uh, I'll basically just play support. I'll have an uh, RPG and an LMG. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, like, if I'm mounted on a fucking rooftop and there's, like, the last three teams fighting down below, like, I just fucking light them up and then I get the win because... Oh, yeah. There's nothing you can do to stop the LMG. If you're stopped trying to shoot someone and an LMG opens fire on you and yeah. they have no cover, you're going to drop them. Yeah. Right through their shield before they even know what happens, and by the time they figure it out, they're already downed. Uh, yeah, and the L and my LMG had 200 fucking rounds. So as soon oh, as so I switched you were over, just going off. Yeah. So as soon as I switched to the M4A1, I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta reload after every fucking gunfight. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, what else have I been using? I. I don't know. I'm hit or miss with sniping. Like some days, I'll be like on point like i'll be dropping kids so fucking often and so well and then some days i'll like y yesterday two of my teammates were in a firefight with one guy and i was on the rooftop with the sniper and i just couldn't hit the fucking shot i just couldn't hit it and both of them got down one of them finally died uh and then i finally hit my shot and killed him while the other guy was down i was like fuck man if i hit that first shot like we would all have been fine yeah i I don't know. I'm not a, a big sniper, so I know right there I'm going to rage quite a bit trying to get those gold. I'm going to wait for the next double XP event or whatnot to do it, but I've switched from using the sniper to the marksman rifle. Yeah. It's a little faster. Sure, I'm not going to down someone in one shot, but it, if I can shoot like three times to the time that I shoot one sniper shot, those two take the shield, the third one drop uh, usually drops them. Yeah, but that's all, excuse me, that's all depending on if you hit all your shots. Yeah, I just like, it's a lot faster, the ADS speed is amazing, and I'm I'm, I'm a monster with uh, the SKS right now. Nice. Alright, well, I think that wraps up the episode for this week. Thanks a lot, everybody, and anything just left to say, Will, before we play some Warzone? Uh, not really. Uh, 
See Will, you guys next week. Yeah, Will, Will's giving you guys the middle finger. He's going to play some Warzone. Yeah, I'm going to go play some Warzone. Uh, hopefully get my win. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks a lot, and we'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.